All right. Welcome back to Extra AI, a podcast series on AI and machine learning applications. This is your host, Raghu Banda. And today's episode promises to be an, a very enlightening deep dive into a domain that's reshaping the AI landscape. So we are going to talk about edge computing platform as a service. And in that context, I've invited a guest, uh, the CEO and co-founder of uh, 6SQ, which is uh, recently acquired by Equinops. Uh, and we will we are going to talk a few things around. Uh, so I had a very engaging conversation with uh, Mark. A few uh, details uh, on how, why I wanted to do this, right? So as, as you all know, our digital world is moving very rapidly. It's demanding instantaneous responses and localized data processing. This is where past solutions in edge computing are trying to bridge this gap and ensuring that AI integration becomes not just seamless, but also more efficient. Hence, in this context, I wanted to bring out a guest where we can um, talk a bit about uh, edge computing um, platform as a service. Uh, and this is where I have uh, invited our, the co-founder and CEO of 6SQ, Mark Elian Bijin is called MEP. Short. Uh, so I've invited him and we'll have a detailed conversation. A few uh, uh, background, a little background about 6SQ was founded in uh, August 2007. The company predominantly provides the edge to cloud management platform called Nuvla, which allows companies and institutions to deploy a secure and a comprehensive edge and cloud strategy while avoiding any lock-ins. After the acquisition of 6SQ by Equinops in November 2021, 6SQ is now an Equinops company. So we will uh, go a bit more uh, uh, into the details of um, how the vendors and uh, the institutions can use this platform and we talk a bit about the edge computing platform as a service. It's not a everyday thing that we get to interact with someone who's been at the eye of such uh, close innovation and leading a team that's transforming very theoretical problems into tangible reality. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. As always, uh, we'll have more details at the end of the podcast. All right, uh, welcome back uh, to Extra AI, our podcast series on machine learning and AI applications. And today I have uh, come up with the topic of uh, edge computing again in the context of AI. And I have invited a guest, uh, Meb from uh, Six Squared. Uh, so welcome on board, uh, Meb. As Thanks always, very much, uh, Raghu, for having me uh, here. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. So as always, I would like to first uh, ask my guest, uh, Meb, to provide some uh, quick background about uh, himself and also about his company, Six Squared. Uh, and maybe I know there was also an acquisition in the past, in, very recently. So if you could briefly speak about it as well uh, before we do the other onboarding questions, that will be helpful for the audience. 
Great, yeah. Thanks for um, the opportunity, uh, Ragu. So I'm Marc Elian Bégin, or Meb. Uh, it's simpler. So I'm uh, I'm I'm actually Franco-French Canadian, which means I was born in France, but I grew up in in uh, in Montreal in Quebec, Canada. So, mm -hmm. and then hence the the double barrel name is is a, a classic from Quebec. So mm -hmm. Meb Meb works. Um, so I'm I'm. Um, I'm an aerospace mechanical aerospace engineer by uh, by training, but I've done software um, forever, <laughs> and uh, worked a bit in in Canada, and in '97 moved to uh, Europe, ten years in the space sector, and then in 2004 uh, we moved to uh, Geneva, beautiful Switzerland, to join CERN, uh, where I um, worked in the grid deployment group there. I was one of the first evangelists of cloud computing when it came out in. Uh, I uh, heard about it in early 2007, and then uh, not too long after that, we created uh, Six Squared, a software company based uh, here in Geneva. And um, long story short, in 2018, we decided to pivot on uh, edge computing with mm -hmm. um, a SaaS value proposition uh, targeting B2B. Um, and um, following that, uh, in October 2021, then we, uh, we sold the company, so it became an acquisition by Equinops. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a French uh, company headquartered in uh, in Paris. Um, so it's a it's 500 plus company. So we're sort of the scale up inside of the larger group, um, which is uh, really interesting and it's helping us uh, tremendously in our growth path to uh, to tackle edge computing uh, in the telco space through Equinops, but also directly with enterprise through our own uh, Salesforce. Great, a great introduction from you, Meb. Uh, Thank you. you know that uh, you've uh, moved from uh, Canada all the way to Swiss, the beautiful Swiss, uh, beautiful Switzerland. Uh, Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, like always, I think I start with some kind of a teaser question so that the <clears throat> audience can get eased into our uh, conversation. So, yeah, I like the background. I like the way how you have explained, like started in 2007, some time frame the cloud computing, and then later on, you got into the uh, edge computing world. Uh, so what is, so in the journey, I think uh, I know the last um, couple of years, I believe in the last couple of quarters, if you see, we see a lot more uh, buzz around AI. Uh, so it's no Absolutely. longer the, it's yeah. no longer the hype it's more of a buzz now it's become like more more of a buzz so uh could you quote some example of your interaction with ai how things used to work in the past and how things are happening now with a lot of these things around you any absolutely personal yeah. or yeah. professional example that will be helpful yeah, yeah. I think what's interesting here is it's really two journeys that are converging and now now at a crossroad, and it's really really interesting. The mm. first journey is is sort of uh, uh, my own and, and six words, where working in in the, in the cloud for for about ten years, and then when we discovered the need to materialize compute closer to the source of data, mm -hmm. um, we thought, is there a way we can sort of take the experience that we've had in the cloud and then bring this to a smaller device closer to the data, right? And back then, edge computing was not really a thing, right? That term actually wasn't, was in the background. So we called it a cloud in a box, right? And then edge computing became 
um, became a thing. And then moved, like sort of pushed by, by IoT, right? And uh, the relevance of IoT here is, is data. You know? yeah. More and more things are producing data mm-hmm. um, and of, the, of, of varied uh, nature. And um, because, because of its, its volume is, is, is becoming now so big, sort of like naive, perhaps initial uh, reflex to say, well, we'll take that data and you know, move it to the cloud and we'll process it, you know, we'll sort of make sense of it there. Doesn't make sense anymore. There's too much data. The, the networks are, are not big enough to transport all of that. And there's tons of issues with mm-hmm. privacy and, you know, uh, secrets and IP and all of that stuff, right? And and so that's one 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 journey. The other journey is is um, as data scientists realize that that was this sort of explosion of data. Um, there was this resurgence of of AI because now compute is more affordable, mm-hmm. and, and so on. And techniques are, are are better known, and it's been democratized to a large extent. So it became sort of the machine learning, especially right. It became sort of the the de facto go to when you when you have a um, Right. Uh, a, a data analysis issues, and 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 this is where both converge. Because then, because the data is at the edge, and this is where you want to first make sense of it, mm-hmm. um, then it makes sense to deploy AI at the edge, right? And this is where our 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 platform is now helping. And I mean, I would say eighty percent of the of the the workloads that our customers are deploying at the edge have an AI, a strong AI element. Right, so which is weird. And so I was interested when you when you reached out for for this podcast because at Six Squared per se we don't do AI. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're all about AI, right? Yeah. Because that's what that's the community of developers we're working with, right? Uh, and that's and and our customers that's what they want, right? They want to take advantage of that really complex AI thing, but they want it bundled and packaged and delivered in a very convenient way for. So that they can actually do their business, right? So that's that's the the path we're we're, we're walking at the moment, and it's uh, it's super exciting. True, true. I think great. I think uh, great that you have uh, quoted this uh, way of explaining edge computing, right? Like the cloud in the box for the people who kind of understand or try to understand what is happening in the past and how things are happening now. So that's a great way of uh, putting it. And uh, yeah, I greatly. Uh, um, understand or I greatly uh, echo with what you're saying when you talk about edge computing and when you're talking about a lot of data around obviously AI is one thing which definitely comes into the play because you know that you have a lot of data and now for how do you use this data any particular AI advancements in the current world are making more sense for you or your company in particular when we dive, uh, I, I'm not diving it into the actual topic of the conversation, but before getting there to uh, ignite yeah. the spark in that. Yeah, I think uh, I was alluding to this a little bit is what, what I find revealing now is the fact that there, there's there's a uh, um, several communities that are there, right? From the, the, the mathematicians that are defining you know what what is behind uh, machine learning or AI, right? All the way to a retailer or um, you know an airport operator, right? Who who needs to figure out what's going on from a video feed? You know, it's bringing all of those worlds together in a sim- simple way. That's what's been super revealing re- recently because 
technology package in a, in a, in a nice service uh, with a delivery model that you know we've learned from cloud, for example, is, is making this a lot easier than it used to be. And then organization customers are realizing that and the developer community is also realizing that. And um, it's it's removing a lot of uh, friction that that uh, was probably even twelve months ago, right? And and now with with uh, things like GPT, the general public is getting into understanding better. I think um, right. the the real benefits, right? The tangible benefits. So it sort of democratizes also even the topic of AI itself, right? There's a lot of you know dystopian things around it and so on, but by and large, at least so far, from the conversation I'm having, it's it's largely a positive um, message from from a B two B perspective, at least, right? Mm -hmm. Great. That's uh, that's an amazing way of uh, putting it. Uh, I think uh, let us take a quick break before we come back, uh, and then we can come back and get into our uh, main meat of today's conversation. Sure. All right, welcome back. So with that amazing uh, onboarding and amazing introductory questions, I think we were we are we are now ready to uh, get into our main meat of our conversation about edge computing or the edge computing platforms in this uh, context of AI. So. Uh, before, um, so this is where I, I would like to uh, start with this question. How do you, how do you see AI in general transforming the enterprises, uh, the consumer businesses, and what particular uh, AI innovations that might be interesting for you or for Six Squared? I know you're also had this recent acquisition, right? Like maybe you, could you dive a bit more onto that so that the audience can understand what are, in the bigger picture, you see how AI is transforming enterprises and consumer businesses and where uh, those things are really helping you or your company. Sure. I mean, maybe a bit of context about what, what we do because it's going to help a little bit. Um... Right. The, the the viewpoint I I bring to this conversation. So we we uh, we offer a B two B SaaS platform called Nuvla, um, and that platform includes a marketplace of business applications. Okay, so so you know I, I, while while I was we we're raising funds, we we describe our platform as sort of the the Tinder of uh, edge computing, in the sense that we we organize dates between app vendors and customers. Right? But the platform is the is the conduit to deliver uh, the the business with terms and conditions that enable you know contractual relationships and so on. Um, so what what we we really do is is realize that uh, machine learning and AI is being used more and more by application uh, application developers that package those into apps that can be sold on a marketplace like ours to uh, solve specific problems and a. Uh, Simple way to illustrate this is a video, for example. From a single video stream, there's a lot of insights you can extract from it. And machine learning is the go-to. And we see this becoming a, a, a standard approach to extract insights from, from uh, video streams. But that's very technical, okay? Where business, um, they'll want to, to extract really high level information about their business, about how their 
retail store is used, uh, the quality of products their manufacturing chain is producing, and so on. And and, and that this is how they're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And what AI is able to do now is to is to address those insight requests by by customers. Um, and because the maturity of um, of the software around AI is such that it's is now becoming easy to capture uh, an AI application forms of containers, for example, and then have it you know delivered through a platform like ours, which means we're we're able to create meaningful relationships in what used to take maybe months or weeks. Now we can do it in hours and days, right? And this is really uh, uh, shows the, the 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 maturity at which um, the the AI tools are now being mastered by um, data scientists and, and software developers to crack those hard problems of, for example, I was saying, you know, in, the, in a video feed, how do I detect uh, a health and safety issue, right? Mm-hmm. How do I detect um, the fact that there's a, a, a behavior in, in, in a crowd that requires attention, whether it's positive mm-hmm. or negative, right? Uh, and there's like endless uh, um, examples of those. And of course, video is just one type of data, right? There's there's tons of other other right. data. Uh, that's and then not only before it's been about sort of reading data and, and making sense of it, but now AI is able to take smart decisions. And uh, as customers build trust in those decisions, then it's it's starting to let AI start to decide whether a machine needs to be stopped or, or or started or an alert need to be triggered that could also you know re- result in a in an action mm-hmm. by redeploying people or redeploying robots or machines and, and so on right so it's it's this journey that we're sort of um observing and we see this accelerate um but it's really a, a it's a team effort, right? From you know, at one end, mathematicians and data scientists, and right. at the other end, really business people that that need to optimize a, a, a process, whether it's a in in a in a store or or a on a on a factory floor. Great, great. So I, I like uh, the way you have uh, brought up the point of how you act as the as the player or the platform between the application providers and the application uh, the ai application providers and the ai application users uh, in a way how to make it more seamless with the novella platform that you're talking about so i would like to uh, take a step back or maybe uh, go and understand uh, for the audience what are the typical challenges that are being uh, faced by the customers uh, and how how do you see that uh, so b- before getting into that I, I just want to see uh, I just want to maybe if you can uh, unpack a bit about the diff- difficult problems that are being faced or a typical problem that is being faced if you can yeah. unpack a bit on that yeah yeah it, it's it's a, it's a tall stack of, of, yeah. of, of issues yeah. right if a customer wants to Wake up in the morning and say, "Okay, today I'm gonna just to tell my example. I'm gonna extract insights um, about health and safety from a video stream mm-hmm. or, or or a bunch of cameras." There's there's like there's an Everest to climb, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's really hard. You need to to sort out uh, a, a lot of complexity, a lot of knowledge an organization would have to acquire 
in order to be able to do that on its own. Okay. Um, so so basically they require help, and that's where where the um, the app vendor or the the the, the data scientists that will and software developers will will package that into something that can be seen as an app with the same convenience as a, an app on your mobile phone, right? Or, or whether it's from Google Play or, or the App Store, is to discover something that is close enough to what you you need in order to to address your problem and have this this simplicity of deployment into your your own edge infrastructure, right? That, that's the the thing that organizations um, require in order to be to stay focused on their business and not get lost and distracted and in uh, in technology okay and that that address this is uh, i i believe it's true for both the sort of the the, the business um element of, of an organization or or even it right because mm-hmm. because even the it world now with with uh, the container technologies and, and kubernetes and so on there's there's it's it's yet another you know, set yeah. of technologies that an organization requires to to master if they want to remain um, you know, doing do, to do everything themselves, and uh, and this is where there's there's now a, a realization by many organizations that um, a shift from from make to buy, right? Mm-hmm. But then then the, the the providers need to be uh, to up their game in providing better better services so that we are able to address complexity without incurring risks for the for the customer. So that's one aspect of the of of the. Um, this uh, the Tinder relationship that that right. the Nuvla platform addresses, right? The other one is, it's it's almost as as um, as 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 important in terms of, of challenges because you, you see a lot of startups that are decide to crack a really hard problem and they say, okay, we're going to use AI for this, which is the right choice, and then they come up with a, a beautiful approach to to crack that that, that knot, and then it mm-hmm. works. But then, okay. They've done the the cool techie work, but how do you generate revenue out of that, right? right. And when we talk to app vendors, th- th- there's two key problems that come back over and over and over. One is how do you do, you know, contractual relationships with large enterprise is complex and scary for for mm-hmm. for a startup. And the second is they sort of get stuck in this never-ending proof of concept and never get paid at the uh-huh. end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that has nothing to do with the 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 smartness of the AI solution. It's really it's a go to market, you know, right. um, uh, thing. So this is where we kick in, right? We we sort of bring those two key players that need and want to work together, mm-hmm. um, and then and then bring them through a platform that will harmonize and simplify and de-risk not only the business relationship but the ability for one to purchase and deploy the, the great products of the other. Right, and um, that's what Nuvla does, and that's what we we do. And through the uh, acquisition with Equinox, now we have the, uh, the 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 effort and the structure to uh, to uh, accompany this this uh, this transition. And um, that that's why I'm I'm still around, right? And it's super exciting. Sure, sure. That is where I think maybe the uh, with the acquisition and your you could scale much more bigger. With the support of Equinops, I believe. Yeah, uh, of course. And the, yeah. the, the, the reach might also be bigger. I also liked your analogy of putting uh, how Tinder does by uh, mapping the uh, between the application providers and the application users and how you could make it better. Uh, so, yes, I, uh, I, I think now I get the hang of what exactly the platform does. Uh, but where does edge computing? Uh, 
play a role here. Maybe if you could highlight a bit more on the aspect of edge computing uh, yeah. in this context. Absolutely. So, so edge, edge computing, I mean, if you want a, a very simple um, mm -hmm. a definition, if you want, I like to, to, to define it as all of the IT infrastructure that is not in a data center or the cloud. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's and then and then we remove personal stuff, right? The PCs and then and the and and the, the mobile phones, for example. What's left by by exclusion, right, mm -hmm. is roughly edge computing. So we have near, far, edge on you know, uh, telco edge, on-prem uh, or branch edge. There's a, a number of of flavors of edge computing, but basically, the common characteristics of a, an edge system or an edge device. It's that it's in a hostile environment, right? Mm -hmm. And when I, I challenge my developers um, constantly with, say, you know, but imagine this edge device is floating in the in the middle of the ocean, okay, right? Or or it's in orbit, mm -hmm. right? If there's a problem with the hard disk, uh, or 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 a software flaw, you can't just get into an air conditioning data center, identify the rack, open it, and then and then touch the the, the, the server. Right? That you, you can't do that. So edge computing by its very nature is very different mm -hmm. from what we're used to in a managed environment like like cloud computing or, or, or data center environment. So so that's why all of our software is written with that in mind. And the result of this is is an edge first mm -hmm. strategy as opposed to a cloud first, you know, the the edge uh, initiatives that some of the high, hyperscalers are, are 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 trying to to uh, to put out there, right? So so that's the first realization. The second is AI and and machine learning in particular, because that's what we we know we know best mm -hmm. is um, um, is probably one of the the piece of software that requires a lot of uh, uh, careful attention over time, mm -hmm. and by this I mean. Um, you know, uh, inference model drift, right? Mm -hmm. There re regularly, uh, uh, AI has, has the ability to learn, right? Constantly, if, right. if we feed it data. And therefore what comes out as an output is is a better model, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then you need to, to sort of, okay, but your be better model that you've, you've uh, you know, trained in your, in your cloud environment, you need to bring it back to that edge computer floating mm -hmm. in the ocean. Right, and mm -hmm. you need to do this regularly in in a, in a safe, you know, and predictable way without impacting the the the, the business uh, continuity um, in 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 that environment. Right, so it's bringing those the, the need for AI to, you know, breathe and learn and 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 evolve. Right, with the reality of we're not in the comfort uh, comfort of, a, of a data center. We're in an edge environment. Okay, mm -hmm. and therefore the platform that manages that environment needs to provide this reliable way to update and mm -hmm. monitor, right, um, uh, constantly at 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 scale. Because edge computing can, uh, you know, when when you're at the far edge, there, there's a lot of those, right? There's a lot of those end, endpoints that uh, the platform and the user um, wants to um, to to keep uh, control over. Great. I think uh, I like the concept of explaining edge computing and how uh, boxing up all these uh, IT-related services or IT-related information uh, and how you can uh, work on it off the cloud 
somewhere out there on the shore or of somewhere out there in the in the ocean or somewhere up there in the space. Uh, so I, I, I get the concept of uh, how, how you are doing that, but maybe uh, let us now come back, uh, come into the actual solution part of it, right? Like, could you quote an example? Um, you don't need to talk about the uh, customer names or the confidentiality about it, but maybe an example that could uh, help explain how these uh, problem is resolved and what are the technologies that you're using in here in a typical customer scenario. Absolutely. Okay, so let's take an example of um, <clears throat> um, uh, a retail environment, okay? Mm -hmm. Where basically um, what uh, um, the owner of a, of a retail um, chain will will want to um, to understand how the stores are used um, by by customers. Um, mm -hmm. What's the quality of exchange that this, those customers have with uh, uh, the products, with uh, uh, the staff on on the on the floor, and so on. Um, and when you roll when when they roll out a new campaign or a new product, is it having the the traction they want, and so on? Okay, so these are the type of metrics and and of course a, a chain um operator will want to aggregate all of this across the region say say they're in a large um so across the, the states or or even uh, international chains um or, or across europe for example there's many different countries with different languages right. are all those um stores behaving the same and is the performance similar and so on okay so these are the type of high level metric that uh, a chain uh, retour, uh, retail store operator will want to have. So with the, the marketplace um, in the Nuvla platform mm -hmm. we've um, that we've announced last year, we now have, um, for example, uh, Situaro is, a, is, a, is an app vendor. It's a, it's a startup based in Montreal, actually, um, who has a, um, a, an application that is containerized. So it's, it's delivered in form of, uh, of Docker containers. Okay. Mm -hmm. That has the ability to take in a, a, a one or several video feeds. So you basically have cameras installed in the stores, mm -hmm. okay? And then they'll basically be able to analyze this data in a um, a GDPR compliant way, so that it removes humans, replace them by skeletal representation, for example, from which behavior analysis is uh, is extracted, and then you you aggregate this uh, across uh, edge devices. You know, into uh, per store, per region, per you know, for the company. Um, so, what the customer deploys is is a it's an app. It's a black box with a few configuration parameters. There's a price associated to that and an end user license agreement. They they you know they agree with this and then and then with the platform they can deploy this you know at scale on all of their stores uh, very 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 easily. And then then um, we we can even actually go a, a level further. If, for example, the machine learning uh, provider um, uh, is able to provide either a, uh, an extra feature or, or a better price, you know, we can even have, going back to our Tinder <laughs> metaphor earlier, have a, 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 a negotiation between the customer and, and the app vendor and capture the result in terms of price, for example, or, or any user license agreement reflected that in the tool, right, in, in the platform so that it's clear what are the, the, the relationships between, between them. And then the customer can say, okay, but then um, I'm worried about 
cyber attack, right? Because the edge is a new front. So there's another app from AI Edge Labs, for example, in the marketplace where they can start to build a, this sort of bouquet of applications where they're mixing and matching. Um, in this case, two examples of machine learning based application looking at very different topics. One is behavior analysis from video feeds. The other one is cyber defense from uh, network packet patterns, right? right. Um, but it, it means that from a, from a, 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 a customer's perspective, they, they, they're, they're treating those two different things very, very similarly. Right, in order to focus on on their their business outcome, and it also provides a very clean and 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 simple way for their IT team to focus on you know quality and security and all of these things that are within the remit of 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 uh, of IT without having to say, okay, but now you need to become an expert in AI and you need to be an expert in container technology and 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 so on and so forth, right? Which mm -hmm. which is often what what is is hindering innovation in in, in, uh, in companies because it's really hard to master if, if, if at all possible to master all of those um, technologies great I I like the example that you have uh, quoted in the context of a retail scenario and you have these big uh, stores across the globe and then how do you handle uh, like you have also explained the aspect of uh, maybe understanding the behavioral analysis or the behavioral patterns of the customers and also maybe on the security aspects. And also you touch based about a very important aspect of GDPR and removing and making sure that the data is anonymized or remove the actual data privacy aspects into that. And that is going to be uh, uh, very important. But now when you are providing the solution to the customer, uh, the next step is that, yes, uh, you have analyzed all this, you have these agreements with the customer, you have provided all these details, but how do you evaluate the effectiveness of this particular uh, solution or the perfect, uh, the effectiveness of what you are providing, the tools and services that you're providing to the customers, right? Like I know, you have to uh, hide some of these. You, you've, you've mentioned that it, it is kind of a black box because you had to hide some of these things. But at the end of the day, again, how do you create that importance for the customer that, hey, the or is there a way to for the customer to understand the effectiveness of the solution? Yeah, it's a great question. Unfortunately, the answer is in the realm of it depends. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so... Um, we do have, uh, in this case, sort of a, uh, what we call factory um, validation and verification, where we actually do really empirical uh, measurements and compare right what right. we see through what a human eye sees through the a local video feed and what the the, the system picks up, um, and and so far uh, it's difficult to do to do without right. Mm -hmm. But um, we've been doing some experimentation recently with some some machine learning. Algorithms are able to sort of self-evaluate as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, we're able to sort of have that uh, float to the, the surface and, 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 and be pushed to, to monitoring um, services such that you're able to see what is the spread of, of um, uh, the, the, the score of some, uh, in case of object detection, for example. 
okay. and try to understand when when you're above 80 or 90%, that's fine, right? The model is pretty confident that things are okay. And when things starts to drift down, what 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 is that for? Right? Why why is that? And um, so this this is um, data that is helpful for the app vendors themselves, so the the the, the AI experts to 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 try to understand, and then and then use this in their sort of um, feedback loop that uh, that they they want, um, because uh, our edge um, solution is um, uh, is is a is a multi tier. Um, we can also um, sort of have sidecar applications that can run across that and say, when this event happens, where we have a lot of detection that are less certain, mm -hmm. let's 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 agree to take sample, in this case, images that we can maybe tie with that, and then and then um, through a, a secure protocol deliver this to the uh, to the experts to so to give them some some information about. What what might be a, a, a under underlying cause, and uh, for them to decide whether it's it's worth triggering another uh, you know uh, training loop, or or it's okay you know we we can't discard we can discard that safely it doesn't doesn't matter it won't it won't impact the quality, right? So th there are ways right, and depending mm -hmm. on how keen the developers are, th there are there are mechanisms that we can actually deploy with. Their 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 machine learning model to sort of help assess and and, and right. you know do a bit of QA around it, but it's it's early days, right? There, there's we're still working with engineering schools here in, in Geneva, for example, to to address this, and we're also very fortunate to be uh, and so we're going back to our connection initially with CERN and and working with the European Space Agency, um, we we were able to to participate to a number of. Uh, of uh, European research programs where we, we stay in touch with the experts in the field and making sure that our tooling is really the cutting edge for that community because um, the, that developer community is 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 really key and center um, for, for us to succeed, right? So, so that's another aspect of what we, we do um, to make sure we stay on point um, to, to, to facilitate uh, the, 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 the work of the uh, the machine like uh, the machine um, uh, learning uh, developers. Sure, sure, great. I think I like uh, the way you have put it and how the relevance or the importance of uh, working with all these different uh, research firms or uh, the other agencies here. And at the same time, uh, we are still in that arena where human in the loop or the human decisions makes a big sense out of all this. Oh, yeah. Like you get oh, yeah. all these recommendations and then you uh, leave it to the customer that, hey, okay, now I got all these kind of recommendations based out of these tools. And then now I can make some kind of a decision. Great yeah. point. Uh, so now comes to the most interesting question. Uh, I, I try to call this the million dollar question or the billion dollar question. <laughs> because <laughs> like, how do you, I know, it's it, it's pretty crazy out there, right? Like in the market, like we have a lot of vendors, a lot of uh, tools out there, a lot of services out there. How do you, I know that uh, you could answer this in different ways. Uh, how do you differentiate yourself in the competition or how do you uh, make uh, complement other solutions? You can answer it either way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great question and uh, let, let... Let me attempt <laughs> a reasonable answer. 
So um, we differentiate ourselves, I think, um, not so much in, in the specific of the different pieces we do, but in the way we sort of combine what, mm -hmm. what, what we do. Um, I think the, the, the fact that we're a platform that sits on top of the operating system at the edge is providing us with a lot of freedom, <clears throat> which means that the customer can mix us with a lot of pre-existing decisions they might have made from an operating system point of view. So that's important because you want to remove friction when, when, when you deploy it. Right. I think the the marketplace, a real marketplace, where there's a lot of marketplaces out there, right? right. But I would say eighty percent, not ninety percent of them are just a web page with a contact name, right? Um, no, it's it's a really it's a B two B marketplace where you can deploy in a click or an API call a ready to go application, an application that is actually works from a business mm -hmm. perspective, okay, to deliver value, um, and and this sort of creating the relationship between them two. Um, having basically learned from the success of Amazon when they created the cloud mm -hmm. was virtualization, of course, there's an API, but I think it's under an element of innovation that is underrated is their ter terms and conditions, right? right? Because before, before Amazon announced the cloud, uh, you know, I don't know if you're as old as I am, but in the 90s, on-demand computing was a big thing and it failed miserably, right? True. Everybody True. tried, IBM, you know, HP, some microsystems and it just failed because it was just too complex to put in place, right? right. Um, so virtualization simplified that space and then they had the, the vision to put some terms and conditions such that you could create a binding relationship between them providing infrastructure and a customer being able to deploy a virtual machine. So we took um, a leaf out of that book in our terms and condition. So mm -hmm. to, so a shorter version of this long answer is, is really to focus on what is what are the, the key primitives you need to bring together in a single service in order to enable the business between, you know, uh, AI experts, because mm -hmm. they represent the majority of the app vendors and customers who, who want to, who need this, uh, these apps and that technology to do, to do business. I think that's what makes us unique. Great. I think great answer. Uh, I think uh, that really nails it very well. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> so I know uh, it's an interesting conversation that we are having. I try to keep these conversations around the 45-minute limit uh, to stay more glued for the audience. Uh, and I believe uh, we made that happen. So any closing remarks that you would like to provide for the audience? No, I, I well, first of all, I'd like to thank you very much because this was a lot of fun. So, uh, so, so thank you for 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 that. I think yeah, the work you do is really important because there's a lot of confusion and potential complexity out there, right? And um, so, so I think what you, what you do is really important. I think my 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 key message to to uh, to people that might be listening, whether you're on the app vendor side of things, right, or or the customer part of of things, is you know don't do it don't do it alone. Uh, there's a lot of resources and and, mm -hmm. and good people out there, um, so don't don't do it alone. Um, think think about it and and uh, you know do do your research properly and reach out. Of course, if if you have any questions, I'd be happy to to, to help. But um, it's it's a fast moving world. It it might be it might seem confusing, but I think the fundamentals are really are really strong, and there's a lot of good resources and people out there to. Uh, to, to lean on uh, if you're if you're about to uh, to start a uh, a journey uh, to to uh, the edge with AI, right? And uh, of course, we'd be happy to uh, 
to help out. Great, great. Any references that you would like to provide? Like if uh, somebody is, is interested to get into your products or your services, any particular references that you would like to provide? Well, we've been uh, working uh, with the, the European Space Agency for, for a, a few years now. Um, we've recently through um, Equinox signed uh, basically a half a dozen uh, tier one um, telco providers. Mm -hmm. I prefer not to name them here because I'm, I'm not sh clear on on, on our, all of our publications and so on. Because uh, I know your your podcast is very public, which is a, which right, a great right. thing, right? Um, and, uh, and 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 very recently uh, we we um, we saw a, a big um, movement towards adoption from uh, renewable energy companies oh, okay. um, that have, have have a big edge. Um, problem to solve uh, when you're starting to connect, uh, you know, renewable solar panels and, and, and wind farms and so on from, uh, from individuals and, and or, or, or smaller uh, organizations. So these new sectors that were not part of my strategic uh, <laughs> roadmap last year uh, alone um, are, are now, you know, we're going to close some of those this year. So um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm afraid I can't be more specific in terms of names. But uh, you know any of those I, I I speak about, they're 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 market leaders in those sectors, so you can have a pretty Perfect. clear aspect. Yeah, about yes, it. yes. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to yeah. go into the confidentiality of these names okay. and all, but yeah. But great talking with you. Um, thanks for your time, and I hope uh, it's been enjoyable for you as well. It, it has been great. Thank you, Gu, uh, for this, and uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, um, you know engaging with your community and. And uh, let's stay in touch. Bye-bye. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Extra AI podcast series. As we draw this episode to a close, I would like to take a moment in wrapping up this podcast by first expressing my gratitude to Mark for his insights into edge computing and its intimate relationship with AI, which has been nothing short of enlightening. Mark, your uh, depth of knowledge and your ability to articulate complex ideas with such clarity is a testament to your expertise and leadership at 6SQ. I keep saying Mark, but I think he goes by the name MEB, uh, Mark Ilian Vision, in short MEB. So thank you, MEB for sharing your wisdom with us and for making this episode both informative and thought-provoking. As always, I will be uh, tagging Meb on my LinkedIn um, post so you can directly reach out to him for any further questions or conversations. Alternatively, you could also reach out to me, Raghubanda, uh, and I can put you in touch with Meb as needed. As always, you can reach out to me on my LinkedIn uh, handle Ragubanda or on my Twitter handle or X handle uh, Arkebanda. And you can also reach out to my website, uh, extraai.com, xtrawai.com, wherein you can find many more interesting episodes. As always, your feedback is important and we are waiting to hear back from you. 
to get many more interesting episodes. Finally, to our dedicated listeners, thanks for tuning in and providing your feedback. Your curiosity and engagement are the main driving forces behind this podcast series. Each episode, I strive to dive uh, deeper into the world of AI, and it's with your support that uh, me and my team, we continue to explore, learn, and grow together. As always, stay curious, and until next time, this is Raghu Banda signing off from the Extra AI Podcast. Until next time, have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are tuning in from. Happy predicting the future with AI technologies. Thank you and bye-bye now.